Goody will drive. Left-handed flush over the top of Kepnig. Pullback, step back three. Bottom! Mavericks, it's short. Tip back in. Weaver got it. Yes! Neely, the handoff. Jones for the tie. Oh, oh he's down! And one! Presents itself with what you got to take. You can't. It's knocked away. Still loose. Doherty the heave. Oh, my God! Welcome to the Straight Out of Whack podcast. What's up, everybody? This is a quick Thursday throwdown podcast, a Stratowack podcast coming at you. Previewing some games tonight. There's five on the men's side, five on the women's side. It's interesting. The Whack put out uh, a tweet today from talking with Dan Nielsen on the road to Whack Vegas that it's a big matchup in Orem tonight between SFA and Utah Valley. Uh, I guess the big question is what is considered a big matchup? Um, because let me let me break this down for you. So SFA is seven and two in WAC play, thirteen and seven overall. Utah Valley is three and six in WAC play and eight and ten overall. Yeah, the Wolverines have won two in a row, but and they're they're kind of in the mix for that eight spot, seven eight spot right now. They're Ahead of Utah Val, or excuse me, ahead of Southern Utah in the standings, they're both tied at three and six. UTRV was at three and six, but they lost earlier today to Utah Tech, who had improved to six and four. But I just don't know if that's a big matchup. Maybe a big matchup for the fact that, that Utah Valley is trying to stay in the mix for Whack Vegas um, because they're right there on the cusp. I guess you could say. I don't know. I, I, it'll be interesting to see what Hunter Bishop's team does. They. Came out west last week, beat GCU at GCU Arena, and then they lost at CBU pretty handily, you know, after the first quarter. So that'll be interesting to watch. Dan Nielsen's crew has played a little bit better lately, but I just don't know. It'll it'll be very interesting. Um, Utah Valley doesn't necessarily have the size to match up with Kirsten Harden, who is a player of the year candidate. Chelsea put out an article on the Substack, so go check that out. If you haven't, go subscribe to the Substack. Wackhoopsnation.substack.com. You can do it monthly, you can do it yearly, or you just sign up for free either way, or you just give a gift subscription. It doesn't matter. Whatever you choose, uh, we appreciate the support. But go subscribe today so you get all our newsletters in your inbox daily. Anyways, let's get to the slate tonight on the men's side, especially. There's some pretty good games, pretty some interesting games, actually. Uh, first up, UVU, Utah Valley at Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin a little banged up right now. Obviously, Frank Stain didn't play on Saturday um, in that loss to California Baptist. He didn't play a lot against Grand Canyon either. Um, Utah Valley, you know, they're not good on the road. They have one true road win this year, and that was uh, at Sam Houston back in November. So we'll see what they can do. They had a lead late against Seattle U. And they couldn't hold on to it um, in their long game last Friday at the Red Hawk Center. So we'll see what happens with Todd Phillips' crew. SFA is banged up, like we said. Day Day Hall announced this week that he will be out for the season. Ugh, feel for that guy, man. He played through a torn labor mall last season, kind of missed the last couple of games uh, when he finally realized it wasn't in good shape. And then, you know, now he's suffered a season ending knee injury. So that's not fun. Not fun at all to see. And so we'll see what happens in Nick Doches. Uh, we'll see if AJ Kajus will play tonight. He suffered an injury late in that game against California Baptist. Looked like a wrist, maybe an elbow injury. 
So we'll see if he plays. Uh, that'd be tough to be without your point guard and one of your better scorers. So uh, we'll take that into consideration and see what happens. Anyways, um, yeah, so let's move on to another game. Uh, speaking of injuries, I think we've got the Battle of the Wounded tonight in St. George, UTRGV at Utah Tech. And I say that with a lot of respect, you know, but it's it's hard not to, to look at it and be like, what teams are we going to get tonight? Because UTRGV is all kinds of banged up. I don't know if Hassan Abdul-Hakim will play tonight. Don't know if Aaron Freeman will play tonight. Don't know if Elijah Elliott will play tonight for UTRGV. We'll see. None of those three played on Saturday uh, in their loss at home, or last Thursday, excuse me. They didn't play a week ago um, against California Baptist in that loss at, G- at UTRGV Fieldhouse. And then Utah Tech, who without Beyond Riley, their best scorer for a little bit. Um, you know, just a bevy of injuries to the to, to both of these squads. And I don't know what kind of game we're going to get. So I think Utah Tech should win at home, but who knows right now? Like the, the, the Trailblazers haven't played well without their point guard. They've lost four in a row. Um, their four losses, they lost at Tarleton by 18. They lost to Abilene Christian. Um, on Thursday by 22 at McMurray. They lost by 13 at Utah Valley. They lost by 10 to Southern Utah in Cedar City. They lost by five to Stephen F. Austin, or they beat Stephen F. Austin, excuse me, at home. Then lost by 10 to Grand Canyon. So that's their last, excuse me, that's their last, you look at what's happened since the New Year, Tipped off. 17 point loss at Seattle. 10 point loss at home to Grand Canyon. Beat SFA by five at home. Lost by 10 at Cedar City or at Southern Utah in Cedar City, excuse me. Lost by 13 at Utah Valley. Lost by 22 at Abilene Christian. Lost by 18 at Tarleton. Can they flip the script in February now that it's February 1st? Uh, we'll see what John Judkins' crew can do. I remember when we were talking about them being 2-0 and maybe you know being able to contend for the whack. Now they're in a battle, a battle for one of the top eight spots to get to whack Vegas. Just crazy, right? Just crazy. So on the other side of it, um, we got another we got an interesting ball game in Cedar City tonight, right? Uh, Southern Utah plays host to. Um, UT Arlington. UT Arlington is coming off that wild loss to GCU on Saturday where they had a nine-point lead with about three and a half to go. I know UT Arlington fans are a little up in arms because they felt like, you know, the Mavs didn't get the calls and GCU got all the calls. So be interesting to see what UT Arlington does on the road. They haven't played well. I, I shouldn't say haven't played well. They haven't quite gotten over the hump with a W on the road yet um, in WAC play. So at least... I, I, sh- I take that back. Um, if we go back to their schedule here, they always have this page up when I go. It's kind of interesting. They're the only team in the WAC that really does this with the next up, the pages, so forth and so on. And then it takes a minute to get to their full site. I don't know why it works out that way. 
Um, sorry, guys, just going over this. So, yeah. So they lost to Grand Canyon in Phoenix. Uh, in their other road games, they lost to Tarleton, lost to Stephen F. Austin. They lost at Abilene Christian. So they haven't won a, a road game in the WAC, in WAC play yet. So tonight, their first trip to Cedar City this year. Um, I, it'll be interesting because Southern Utah's playing really well. They went to Tarleton, beat Tarleton. They went to Abilene Christian, beat Abilene Christian. Rob Jeter's team is playing much better. They're shooting it better. And they did it without Parsa Falla, too. So that's huge in and of itself. We'll see if he comes back. He had some back spasms that kept him out of their two games last week. So very interesting to see, one, how UT Arlington rebounds from their loss on Saturday um, to Grand Canyon where they had a lead late, right? And then, two, to see if Southern Utah continues that really good pace, play, defensive effort that they gave last week in their road trip to uh, West Texas. Uh, Dominic Ford was the WAC player of the week, you know, and so Rob Jr.'s got his crew to buy in a little bit here. So we'll see what Southern Utah can do. They they kind of clawed their way out of the cellar with those two wins, too, to put them in can, uh, the conversation to earn a berth to WAC Vegas. So we'll see what happens. That tip-off is at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time in Cedar City tonight. Another game that is going on tonight, Tarleton at Abilene Christian. Good to see that they're back at Moody Coliseum after that crazy stuff that happened last week with the flooding in an adjacent building that caused power outage in Moody Coliseum where they had to move the Utah Tech game last Thursday to McMurray University. But here's the thing. Maybe ACU wants to play at McMurray University. They scored 82 points and won a game by 22, and then they come home to Moody Coliseum and they didn't beat... They kind of fell flat in their loss against Southern Utah. So uh, just a little tidbit story there. Anyways, this is an interesting game. Tarleton got the win over Utah Tech. Sure, Abilene Christian's coming off the loss of Southern Utah. Tarleton hasn't played great on the road. We'll be, we'll be realistic like that. Even at UTRGB when they won, they didn't play well. They played well down the stretch, but they didn't play well the entire game. Alan Christian hasn't been great at home this year. So who gets the better of this I-20 rivalry, right? Um, I know the WAC will be there because I believe this is the one of those uh, regional broadcast games. So we'll see what happens, you know, there at Moody Coliseum. Keep an eye on what um, Keandre Gaddy and Arian Simmons do tonight. Arian Simmons got ejected when they played in Stephenville a couple weeks ago. So, there's going to be a battle here between the Texans and the Wildcats. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there may be a lot of points in this one, too. Uh, the way Abilene Christian likes to get up and down the floor. Tarleton, with their speed, they might like to use their athleticism a little bit more. We'll see what happens at Moody Coliseum. Anything can happen. Uh, we're going to take a little 30-second break, and then we'll come right back to talk about the other game that I feel like is arguably the game of the night. Um, and I'll give you my thoughts on what I think is going to happen. West Vegas is back. The best fans, championship basketball, all in exciting Las Vegas. Join us March 13th through the 16th at the Orleans Arena for the 2024 Hercules Tires Whack Basketball Tournament. Don't miss the crowning of a men's and women's champion. For more information, go to waxsports.com 
slash Vegas. Man, it's great. Whack Vegas is about a, a little over a month away. The end of the regular season is a little over a month away. Oh, we're getting down to it. Like, it's exciting times. I know that we've talked about this before. On the men's side, Grand Canyon holds a significant lead. I'm not sure anybody's going to catch them for the one seed. There could still be a battle for the regular season title. It just depends on what happens with the Lopes. I don't know they're going to lose two more conference games which is what they would have to do in order for there to possibly be a tie with someone else. But I just don't know that I see that. Um, there was a chance for teams to get a pair of wins last week with SFA and UT Arlington. We know what happened with SFA. You know, they held GCU to 30%, a season low 30% from the field. And yeah, they didn't get the call at the end of the game, but SFA should have won that game easily with the fact that they held GCU. They played the exact game they wanted and, you know, couldn't pull it out. And then UT Arlington, you know, just got to close out the game. That's the second time this year that UT Arlington's held a late lead against GCU and haven't been able to hold on. So uh, there, there's opportunity, and the team that has beat GCU in whack play goes to GCU tonight, Cam Tyson, John Christophilus, Alex Schumacher, Kobe Williamson, Brent Chatfield, they go down to see if they can get a season sweep over the Lopes at the Red Hawk Center. I mean, at GC Arena. If you remember right, when these two teams played last year, it was ugly for GCU, like very ugly, especially when it was in Phoenix. It was ugly. I remember I was on a plane ride to Dallas. I was going to the SFA-CBU game that was going to be on Sunday. Uh, on ESPNU, and I remember checking my phone when I got off my flights, and I couldn't believe the score. Like, it was wild. The halftime score was 32-26 for uh, – oh, no, that's the other one. Excuse me. Um, Where is it at here? Yeah, so the halftime score in Phoenix last year was 26-30. Seattle U held GCU to 13 points in the first half. Then, you know, GCU ramped up their offense in the second half, but it was still not enough because Seattle U was able to score points too. And Seattle U walked out of GCU Arena with a 65-54 win and a season sweep of the Lopes. Somehow, someway, Seattle U has GCU's number. I don't know what it is, but it's crazy. Cam Tyson had 22 points in that game in Phoenix last year. He had 25 um, the other night in their win, or last two weeks ago when they beat Grand Canyon in Seattle at the Red Hawk Center. Uh, Let's see, when was that game? That was January 20th, so it was two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. That's crazy that they're playing so soon. I still don't get the scheduling from the WAC. But, yeah, Cam Tyson had 25 points. He was 5 of 8 from three-point range. That was the first game back since he got injured at UTRGV. Um, two weeks, uh, let's see, a couple of weeks ahead of that matchup, 19 days prior to that matchup. So we're going to see what happens. I, I told somebody this, and I texted this the other day, that it's either going to be one, either Seattle U is going to win, or GCU is going to blow out Seattle U tonight for the revenge factor. For the, you got us on a bad night, end of story, you know, you played in, at home, we're at home now. And Grand Canyon's back at home after a three-game roadie, um, which is crazy because they play this one night, Thursday night at home. 
Saturday, they got to come back up to Orem. So four road games in five games, that's crazy. I, I, like I said, the scheduling thing with the WAC, I, that's a whole nother podcast, everybody. Like, it's just a whole nother podcast. But keep it on time, Grant Foster, Game McLaughlin. I'm going to say this right now, and people might think I'm crazy. Game McLaughlin might be the player of the year. I know Ty and Grant Foster's put up some big numbers, but I don't think GCU wins as much as they have without Gabe McLaughlin. Period. I just don't. The guy rebounds, the guy defends, the guy has a high basketball IQ. He can shoot the three now. Like, I just don't think GCU wins as many games as they have without Gabe McLaughlin. He had 28 points against Seattle U when they lost, you know, in that game a couple weeks ago. So he's going to do it again tonight at home. You know, the Havocs, crazy crowd. You know, they've been camping out. So this is my game of the night tonight. Seattle U at Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon really has a chance to, you know, kind of clamp down on that number, on that regular season title, you know, run. Like I say, they got a two-game lead. They will have – they've played one more game than everybody in the WAC right now. At nine and one, this will be make them ten and one if they were to win tonight. They've already locked up the one seed, um, and they just don't lose at home this year. Okay, um, the one loss was to South Carolina, which was on a neutral floor, and then their loss to CLU was at the Red Hawk Center. So they've done what they're supposed to do, and you know, defended home court. And they're gonna, I, I, like I said, it's either gonna be a blowout for GCU tonight. Or Seattle U is going to win. Period. I don't think it's going to be close either way. Um, I just if Seattle U wins, it'll be close. But like GCU is not going to win by close. GCU is not going to win by a close margin. It's either going to be a blowout or they're not going to win at all. Period. Anyways, everybody, thanks for tuning into the Straight Out Whack podcast where we preview this. Thursday throwdown of whack hoops. Uh, I know there's a lot going on. I'm going to originally, my plan was to go to Riverside next Thursday uh, for CBU's ball game um, and then hit Grand Canyon on the following that Saturday. Unfortunately, because my kiddo is in junior jazz, I won't be able to make it to either of those places. I am going next Thursday to Southern Utah at Utah Tech Burns Arena. Going to be rocking for that rivalry game. A little revenge factor there for the Trailblazers as well. Everybody, again, enjoy your Thursday throwdown. If you feel the need or feel like you would want to, go subscribe to Wackoose Nation on YouTube. Go subscribe to our Substack and follow us on X, Twitter, whatever, Instagram, Facebook. We're always there, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Maybe we'll have a, a podcast recap episode uh, coming at you after the games tonight. Uh, but everybody enjoy the night. Thanks for listening to the Straight Out of Whack podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember to follow Whack Hoops Nation on all your favorite social media platforms. <laughs>